In Zayr of the Heidegger Sedra, Vedgebracht, in the Zayr of this week's Sedra, it brings the Maimur, the statement, anyone that says Tehillah David, which is Ashrei, what we call Ashrei, it's the chapter in Tilim which starts Tehillah David. Every day, plus Zimnin, if he says it three times a day, Iubar Almond Osa, he is a person that is destined to be in the world to come. And he explains, and it's explained as Zimne is two times everyone is obligated to say till Ashrei. Begin in order to merit. Uh, food and uh, and parnasa every day. When the dritamol was the third time, is love begin chayva is not an obligation to do it in order to be able to merit the uh, food and so on. Ella begin shvacha. It is there only as a praise to Hashem. So the third time is not an obligation, and if one does it, so he merits the world to come. His mavar the tatin zayna ha'oros of zayir. So the Rebbe's father, Rebbe Levi Yitzchok, explains in his commentary on zayir, as the amira from tehillul david plus zimne, that saying of tehillul david of Ashrei three times a day is kamei gimel tefilus. It corresponds as similar to the fact that we have three daven in three tefilus. Vas azay shteid befeidush in pirush Rashi l'shas. In fact, Rashi uh, clearly states this in shas. In Baruchas, he says over there, Sholosh Ba'amim Kenegat Sholosh Tefilas. He says we say three times Ashrei to uh, corresponding to the three Tefilas. Unkeshem v'itzvei Tefilas Shachas Mincha. And just like in the case of the Tefilas of the prayers that we do, which is the morning prayer and Mincha and the afternoon prayers, and Chayva are also obligations, obligatory. On Tefilas Arvitz Rishus and Ma'iriv is considered to be optional. So, so also in regards to saying Ashrei is Trezimna Barnash. Two times saying it is saying it two times is Chiyuva is a an obligation, obligatory on people. When Ein Mol begins Shvach and where's the third time, which is only as a praise of Hashem, which is similar like Mayriv, which is only optional. I should mention that today, even Mayrib is no longer considered optional. It's also already done. Everyone does it. Nobody says, well, I'll do it, I won't do it. It's not optional anymore. Based. The Tzemach Tzedek in Zayin Tilim, the Tzemach Tzedek in his commentary, in his writings on Tilim, bring the Pirish Rashi now, quotes this Rashi, as the Gimel Pomen Tilu Dovetzayin Keneget Tzolosh that the three times saying of Ashrei corresponds to the three Tzolosh and he asks the question according to this that Ashrei is said three times corresponding to the three Tfilas so it would make sense that we should say Ashrei at each Tfilah in other words that at Mayriv we should also say Ashrei which of course we don't so then why is it that we say the three times Ashrei Tzveimol in Shachris. We say it two times in Shachris. One, of course, after Baruch Shomer, and then after Shemenesra, we say it before Volatzian, Ashri Volatzian. On Eimol Tzumincha, and then we say it again by Mincha. So why is it that we don't say it at Mayrev? 
Under Amphir and others answer the question of Philus Arvis is Nishkain's man from Amiris Ashrei, that the time at the time of Mayriv is not a time to say Ashrei. Because the uh, night is not a time for praise. We don't offer praise at night. Other, or for another reason, we don't say Kedusha, you know, Kaddush Kaddush at Mayriv. And the uh, third time Ashrei is connected to Kedusha. We say it together with the Volutzian, which is, of course, saying of the Kedusha. On the far mol in Shachris and that's why we say Ashrei a second time by Shachris instead of saying it by Mayriv. The Tzemach Tzedek but the Tzemach Tzedek doesn't accept this answer. because either way, if the third time of saying to, uh, Ashrei is corresponding to Mayriv, uh, so it makes no sense to say it in an Andere Tfilah, to say it at some other prayer, in Shachris, a second time in Shachris. If it's there, corresponding to Mayriv, it should be said by Mayriv. And if, and if by Mayriv, it's not the appropriate time to say Ashrei, so then it shouldn't be said at all a third time. Then by Mayriv you don't say it, so fine, say there isn't, a, there isn't an Ashrei corresponding to Mayriv, and therefore you shouldn't be, it should only be said twice. Learn the Rebbe the Tzemach Tzedek, therefore the Tzemach Tzedek says, as the Maimer HaShaz Kol David Gimel Pa'amim, that when the Shaf says, that anyone that says Til uh, David three times, is, in other words, that one should say it three times, is not letting man do amet fil can only go according to the per, uh, uh, to the opinion that says that mayrev is also an obligatory, not like the opinion that says that it's optional. And that the third time ashrei is in fact said by mayrev. Abaranan the kaimel, in other words, according to his opinion, according to his opinion that one should say it three times, it should be said by Mayrif. But we who go by the opinion of the one that says that Mayrif is, uh, is optional, that's why we don't say Ashrei by Mayrif, because it's only an optional prayer, and therefore it doesn't fit with saying Ashrei, and so we don't say Ashrei. So of course, according to the, if you look at it this way, it would come out as that, of, uh, that according to the opinion that Mayrev is optional, which is in fact how we the final ruling goes according to that opinion, is Then it's enough to say Ashrei two times a day, because you don't say it at Mayrev. So or even to become a Ben what the Gemara mentioned, it's enough to say it twice. And as the explains, in the view of Chsidis, to understand it in the, from the perspective of Chsidis, as those that that which uh, saying Ashrei accomplishes by Shachas that there is no need to say it by Mayriv, because whatever we're accomplishing by saying Ashrei at Shachris and Ashrei at Mincha 
happens on its own when you dava mayrib. There's no need to say it in order to bring about whatever it is that is brought about by saying ashrei. So we lose nothing. We don't. Uh, we're not giving up anything by not saying ashrei by mayrib. You can still be in ben adam because everything gets accomplished as it needs to on its own. And the reason that we in fact say Ashrei three times, Tzveimol and Shachas, because we do say it twice in Shachas, is as Nishtu Ben we don't do it in order, what the Gemara mentions, in order to be able to merit Elam Abba, it's just so that we don't want to miss out on saying it three times, as will explain, be explained shortly. But it's not in order to become a Ben Elam because that you would merit anyway, because whatever it gets done uh, through, tilil, but through Ashrei by Shachas and Mincha will get done by Mairav on its own, and therefore you have that anyway. The reason we say it is in order not to miss saying it three times. Dafim Fashtein, so you have to understand, Vishtim der Bir How do we now align the explanation that the Rebbe's father gave? On the dritte, as the dritte mal till zogn till David is kemaybal derech tfilas aves v'shuz, the Rebbe's father says that he compares saying the third time till the David, that it's just like myriv is a v'shuz and not obligatory. That's why. Uh, saying Ashrei a third time is also not obligatory but what he's saying is that saying it the third time goes according to the opinion that says that it's Rishos which of course means that even according to the one that says to the opinion that Mayrev is Rishos you're also supposed to say it three times in order to merit being a ben elam abba, says nor was the dritta molza is begin shvacha. The only difference is that the third time is not the same as the first two; that it's obligatory, but it's only offering praises to Hashem. Al darav v'shul sabes v'shul, similar to, to that, to, similar to the idea that myriv is a rishus. So how does that align? Mitten bir from semach tzedek with what the semach tzedek says as the man da'amet fils avis rishus that according to the one that admired of his rishus is genuk tzadon tzvei maltil l'david according to him you only have to say it twice bechtei tzaver nabaylon abba in order to merit uh, to be in ben elam abba and it doesn't doesn't make sense to say that the Rebbe Levi Yitzchak disagrees with the semach tzedek on this matter so how do, do these two opinions align they seem to be Contradictory. Gimel. Another thing we have to understand. According to the way that Tzemach Tzedek explained it. That according to the opinion which is in fact the way we give the final ruling. That Mayrev is only optional. So therefore it's enough to say Ashrei only twice. In order to become a Ben Elam Abba, it's enough to say it twice. Then the question is, why do we in fact say it three times? In other words, twice by Shachas and once by, by Mincha. Why do you have to say it three times? And those, and that which the Tzemach Tzedek says, he gives a reason, so to speak, 
in order not to skip it, to miss saying it three times. Or to say it in the words of Kabbalah and was which he then later the Tzemach Tzedek mentions these words, saying that Tiknu based pa'amim, that they instituted to say Ashri twice by Shachris, similar to what the Pasuk says, that Yaakov redeems Avraham, which in the words of Kabbalah is that Tiferes tilts towards Chesed. Tiferes is in the center. Chesed is on the right, Gvur is on the left. Tiferes is down the center. But it said, but Tiferes tilts to the right. That uh, Tiferes, of course, is Yaakov. So it Padas Avram, it redeems Avram, it tilts towards Avram. So that's how he explains why it's said twice in Shachris. Because the third time, of course, corresponds to, to Yaakov, which is Mairiv, and it tilts towards Avram, so therefore it's said twice during Shachris. Does Gufa Dafambir, but this itself needs to be explained. According to the Tzemach Tzedek, if you say Ashrei twice, you already merit because by Mairiv, Everything is accomplished on its own. Everything that you hope to accomplish by saying Ashrei happens on its own by Mairiv. Vos felt noch Then what is it that we're missing that we have to say it a third time? Why he says we shouldn't miss out saying it a third time. What do you need that you don't want to miss out saying it a third time? Why? Shouldn't you miss out saying it a third time? You're already getting everything that it offers anyway. Dalit. So perhaps we could explain that what it mean, the reason is, that there is a difference between the way it's seen by the Gemara and the way it's seen in Zoyer. The Tzemach Tzedek is explaining, as he says, the opinion of the Shas. And Shas, of course, is Nigla. So according to the revealed part of Tzedek, if you look at it from that perspective, according to the one that says that Mairev is optional, then therefore it doesn't make any sense to say it's inappropriate to say Ashrei by Mairiv and as the Tzemach Tzedek said it also makes no sense to say it by Shachris corresponding to Mairiv if it, if it need, belongs by Mairiv say it by Mairiv if it doesn't belong by Mairiv don't say it if it don't say it by Shachris so that's how it's seen from the perspective of the Gemara. Whereas the Rebbe's father is coming to explain the perspective of the Zoyer. How these things are seen from the inner dimension of Torah. So first of all, number one, even according to the one that says Mairev is optional, it's still, it's still appropriate to say Ashrei, a third time, now the Amiri is begin shvacha, but saying it a third time is only praise rather than obligatory, or for the purpose of getting, receiving a, a blessing from Hashem. 
so therefore it's considered to be similar to Maida, which is only optional. And number two, the Amira from David, actually saying it, even though it does correspond to Maida, is it Amira, it's not out of the question that it should be said, that's the perspective of the Zayar. On the far is and therefore the, the Tzemach Tzedek who goes according to the Nigla perspective concludes still in order not to miss saying it a third time we say it by Shachris and as the Tzemach Tzedek in fact explains it <coughs> according to Kabbalah what the connection between Shachris and Mairev is as we said before that Teferis tilts towards Chesed and therefore Teferis which is Mairiv is somehow related to Shachas and therefore even though the Tzemach Tzedek is explaining it according to the Gemara it still has uh, there is still reason to say it twice by Shachas in order not to skip not to miss saying it a third time and the place to say it is by Shachas because there is a relationship between Shachas and Mairiv and when he says that, here he's talking not about the way the Chachamim established, instituted to say Ashrei, which is only twice. They only instituted to say twice. Rather, what he's talking about is how these things are brought out from the inner dimension of Torah. Here he's explaining that in truth, uh, the way the Gemara sees it, there's no need to say it a third time. However, because we don't want to miss saying it a third time, so we do in fact say it a third time. Where do we say it? So according to Primis Yonim, it makes sense to say it by, uh, by, by Shachris in order, uh, which is related to Maira, because the third time is related to Maira somewhat, even though he uh, negated it originally, but since we don't want to miss it, and it is, of course, related to Mairev, so therefore, we say it by Shachas, which is, according to Kabbalah, related to Shachas. Or rather, Shachas and Mairev are related to each other. Hey, So, we'll understand all of this by first explaining what the words, uh, what the Tzemach Tzedek says, as Anan, the Kaimel, and Phil Shus that we who go by the opinion that uh, Mairev is only optional and therefore we don't say Ashrei before Mairev what does it mean? because whatever needs to be accomplished through saying Mairev will certainly happen on its own Vos fundem is moving that when he says that we understand that does was mezok nishtil David ba'arvis that the reason we don't say ashrei by mairev like which was according to the one that says that mairev is uh, is optional is nishvalazata konez leleite elis is not because saying that they should establish saying ashrei by mairev would be of no value. In other words, to say, why should the Chachamim say that we should say Ashrei three times since the third time, which is by Mairev, is only, Mairev is only optional, 
So it turns out that people won't say it anyway because it's only optional, so they're not going to end up saying it three times anyway. So therefore, they didn't establish saying it a third time. Since Mairev is only optional and for whatever need they would sometimes not do it, they not do Mairev. So one could think that that's what he means to say, but no, that's not what he means to say, nor rather what he's saying is, He's saying that not because it's useless anyway to establish saying it, because the people are not going to end up saying it anyway. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is, there is no need to say it a third time. Because it's, it happens on its own. Whatever is, needs to be accomplished happens on its own. Therefore, there's no reason to establish saying it a third time. So that's what it seems he seems to be saying. Is So we have to understand about this. Just like when we say that Mairev is Rishus. Because, why is it that Mairev is optional? It's not obligatory. Because what does davening do? We are, we are in, our purpose is to bring together It's to bring about a coming together of the two levels of the, the male and female aspect of godliness in the world of Atzilus, and that's what we're trying to do. So that Yichud, by Mairiv, it happens on its own. There's no need for the Yidin to say a tefillah in order to make it happen, because it happens on its own. And that's why it's optional. Noch. Of course, when does it happen on its own? After the Yid. He makes all the preparations for it to happen on its own at night. How? Because he does, he did Ziyichudzun by, by Shachris, and he did it again by Mincha. So now by Mairev, it happens on its own. We've done the proper preparation, now it can happen on its own. And even though it could happen on its own, still they said that Mairev should be done at least as an optional tefillah, and we don't say, there's no need to do it at all. There's no need to say, Mayr. So it would make sense that the same thing should happen in regards to Mayr, to Ashrei. That it's true it can be, happen on its own. Just like Mayr, whatever Mayr accomplishes can happen on its own. Yet, they did make Mayr into a, a prayer, at least optional. So therefore, Ashrei should also be said, no differently than Mairev itself. So it should have been at least an optional prayer to say uh, to say Ashrei by Mairev. Even more, now that we say, as I mentioned before, that Mairev now has become obligatory. It's no longer seen as optional. So even Ashrei being said at Mairev should also become uh, no longer optional, but obligatory. So if you're looking at Mairev, and Ashrei follows the pattern of Mairev, the pattern of Mairev is that Yichudzun happens on its own. So therefore Mairev is not obligatory, but it is optional, and so then Ashrei should also be optional at Mairev. 
and now even more that might have become obligatory so then Ashri should also be obligatory now and another thing why is it that you that uh, Ashrei cannot be said at Maida what's the reason that they it's inappropriate to say um, Ashrei by Maida that in itself needs explanation so perhaps the explanation is as follows in regards to those things which are, there are certain things which transcend the activity of man. A person, these are things which cannot be affected by what we do. They transcend what we do. And therefore they happen on their own. Not, they're not based on what we, the Aveda that we do. But as we said, after the person does the proper preparation, and prepares a receptacle which is which can draw down this kind of the the keli you create through your preparation is able to contain those transcendent types of oiras. There are two general types of such oiras. Number one, there are levels which are completely transcendent of the Aveda of a person. They are completely beyond what a person is able to accomplish through his Aveda, which is, we find something like this by Kriyas Yamsum, that Hashem said, he said, you should be quiet when the Yidin were, lo- what should we do now? One of the opinions was that we should pray. So Hashem said, you sh- I will do the work, you should be quiet, remain silent. Why should they remain silent? There's no need for prayer on your behalf, on your part now. Because the, the battle that Hashem was conducting with the Egyptians at that time was from such a high level a level which is unaffected and untouched by what a person down here does it's from a much higher level in fact sometimes the avoid of a person can interfere it's, it's not needed and sometimes when you do things which are not needed they can even interfere so therefore Hashem said you remain silent I will wage the war. So that's one way that it can happen. Number two, there are levels in which it is closer to the to be affected by Sadam. Now the Aveda is Nishtan but the Aveda, in order to accomplish that is not obligatory, nor blazershus, but only optional. The Asiya Sadam is Nish to Uftan which means that when the person does his Aveda, it's not in order to accomplish that idea, that thing that we're trying to reach. Because if Avedisadam would be able to accomplish it, then, it would, then there would be a need to do it, then it wouldn't be obligatory. But so what, then what is it? The Amshacha is given as a gift from above. It's not something that you need to do in order to be able to bring down that blessing. It's given as a gift free of charge. 
without need for your Aveda. But in order if for it to come down from above, so but in order for it to become come down and to have the full effect as it comes down, it should have its full effect in our world, in the rea- reality of the world. And he gives an example, like the example that the Tzemach Tzedek quotes, that we mention do. In the Shemineser we say the same talumotah, right? The same tal. The halacha is that even if you don't mention tal, you, you didn't if you forgot to mention Tal, you don't have to do Shemin Esther again, because there's no obligation to mention Tal. It happens, because Tal is beyond what's called the Sarusat something that we need to trigger through our Aveda, because Tal never stops. It doesn't matter whether we mention it or not, whether we pray for it or not. Tal comes. Rain is dependent on us. We need to accomplish to bring down rain. But Tal is different. So there's no need to mention Tal, but if you want to mention Tal, you can mention Tal. That's why. So that the Tal, the do that does come, should be for a blessing. So therefore, we do in fact mention Tal and Shemineser. But if you didn't, you don't have to redo it. It's not an obligation to mention because it'll come anyway. The reason we mention it is in order that the Tal that comes should be for a blessing, should in fact have a blessing on, upon us. So that's an example of what the Rebbe just said, that there are things which are beyond our reach, but we have to say, do something in order to make sure that when it comes down, it'll be for a blessing for us. On the far is this an anoyfim and that's why it's not obliga- obligatory, but it is optional. Because since we're talking about something which is essentially beyond the reach of a person, is this an inyam from Rishus? That's why it becomes optional. Because you can't force, you can't say that a person has to say it, and that you're saying it has to make it happen in a in a proper way, in a blessed way. And therefore, there is no obligation for us to do it. This is something that happens on its own. We want to pray in order to, we want to mention it or do our Aveda in order to make sure that it happens for, in a blessed way. But that's not something that you can force upon a person. You must pray that it should happen in a blessed way. That is, therefore, therefore it becomes a Rishus, it remains a Rishus. And in, in this way, that is the way that Mayrib is also considered a Rishus. Even though the Yichud, which is accomplished through davening, happens on its own, as we mentioned before, is Abadan or Fatvilas Arvis, there still it does make sense that one should daven Mayrib, but even should upon him at least as an optional thing. As the yichud that the coming together of those levels should be, should give birth to a blessing, okay, or for a similar reason. Zayin, v'al pizev et mefashtein, favos dosis shayich nor legabe tefilas arvus and ishul gabe amidus till the david. 
Therefore, we will understand why this idea only fits for Mairiv to make it ob- uh, obligat- not obligatory. It, it's, it, it becomes optional, but still can be done. But by Ashrei, we seem to say something else, that we don't say it by Mairiv. It's not something that would, should be said by Mairiv. The, the reason is the inu from Amiris till the David is the Tzemach Tzedek Mevair saying of Ashrei the Tzemach Tzedek explains Ados is Ma'ayre the Madrege from Vanin that says Maschil Shoresh Shoresh Yichud Zun that saying um, Ashrei it triggers that level from where begins the the source of the awakening of Yichud Zun of bringing together Zon Nukve that we mentioned before. So saying Ashrei triggers the place which will give, uh, which will sort of trigger Yichud Zun. And therefore we understand as the that saying this doesn't fit at all by Mayriv. Because the reason we dava Mayriv at least as, a, as a, uh, an optional prayer is Negeya blows in Eifen Yichud. As we said before, it only makes sense that we should daven Mayriv so that the effect of Mayriv will come for a blessing. We don't daven Mayriv in order to create the coming together of Zun, because that happens on its own. We only say Mayriv in order that the effect of that Yichud Zun should be a blessing for us. As we said before, but to say that we should say Ashrei at that time too the purpose of saying Ashrei is in order to trigger Yichud Zun so there's absolutely no reason to say it because Yichud Zun happens without you without us anyway without saying Ashrei so what's the point of saying Ashrei? In order to create the Yichud, that we have no we have no play in that. We have no say in that. There's nothing that we have to do in order to make that happen. The only reason that we would think of davening Mayrev is in order to, when it happens, it should be in a blessed way. But Ashrei is what triggers that to happen, and we don't need to do that. So there's no reason to say to Ashrei at all by Mayrev. All this is, however, according to Nigla. Which Nigla reaches to the revealed place of godliness, which is called the outer shell, the outer layer of godliness. That's where it reaches. In therefore, there is no point in a person doing something in order to make it happen because the yichud stems from the inner dimension of keser, not from the chitzonius hakeser. And therefore, looking at it from when we look at it from bechitzonius, it doesn't make sense for a, a person, a yid, to be able to try to trigger this. But when you talk from the perspective of the inner dimension of Torah, which reaches to the innermost parts of godliness, the inner dimension of Keser, 
So from that perspective, from the perspective of Pnimius Atayra, we can even hope to trigger and to affect Pnimius Akesar as well. Nor the Avoida in Dimadregis is Nishan Arefen von Chayva, but to affect those areas cannot be made into an obligatory Avoida, nor Bederachashus. It can only be done as a, an optional Avoida. Because since this is essentially a place where Avedis Sodom is not does not reach, and since primarily speaking, that is not a place where a person can hope to affect, is the Aveda Nishan Therefore, you can't say that it's an Aveda that's obligatory to do it. Because chayva means this is something that you can affect. You must do this in order to affect it. But since essentially that's a place where a person cannot affect, therefore it cannot be made into a chayva. Rather, what it is is we can't hope to affect it. We cannot be made to do it because we will affect it because we can't affect it the reason from Pnimi Satayda that we do want to participate that we want a part of it is because we have the ability to touch it so we want to be able to touch that as well so we want to be involved in the process even though we have no way of forcing the process, of accomplishing of making that process happen but since we do have the ability to Infiltrate to go there to touch that, therefore we want to be a part of it. And the far is, and therefore, when we go, when, as he said before, from the perspective of the Zoyar, from therefore, there is the concept of saying Mairiv even by, uh, sorry, sorry, saying Ashrei even by Mairiv. Nor the Amira is blois begin shvacha, but of course it's not an obligatory prayer. It's only in order to sing the praises of Hashem, meaning to say it's something which we would like to be part of, even though it doesn't actually affect anything. which is as we said, that's what is meant by rishus. The tafkit from the Amira is nistu shafen machriyos and am shvacha. The purpose of saying. Ashrei at that point is not in order to trigger any kind of hashpah for mezainas, for food or whatever, which is what the first two Ashreis are accomplishing. No, it says, It's only a praise of Hashem. In other words, we want to be part of it. We want to be involved in that process as well. Even though we can't really affect it, but we want to be part of that. And in order to emphasize that saying Ashrei at Mairev would only be something which is not obligatory, it's only being part of the process. Very different from saying Ashrei which is obligatory and does bring down a blessing of Parnasa and food. Therefore they, they set the time to say it not to say it by Mairev itself, which would have made it seem that it's no different than Shachas and Mincha. You say it by Shachas, you say it by Mincha, and likewise you say it by Mairev. But they wanted to make the point that by saying it in connection to Mairev, 
is not really an obligation and it doesn't really affect anything it's only that we want to be part of it therefore they said that don't say it by Maida but say it by Shachas in order to bring out this difference and even that saying it by Shachas itself in Pesukah de Zimra the place that they set to say it is in Pesukah de Zimra which come before you say in other words first of all one would think that the obligatory one is said at the beginning of uh, the first time you say it in Shachris the optional one is said after Shemineser he says no the opposite the, ob- the obligatory one is said after Shemineser the optional one is said before Shemineser the Eshleimer to explain it why as the Kaya Chayfzu, Kenemahalos and the Meibish to meet Tehillus v'Tishpachas, the ability to be able to praise Hashem with these kinds of praises, Nach Edem is Mespalol Tfilush Menesra b'Shachris, even before you daven Shemenesra, Nemtmen from the Miyichot from Tfilus Arvish Shalafnezet. How does a person have the power, the ability? From where do we take the ability to be able to offer praises to Hashem? Even before we did, before we davened, so to say Ashrei before we daven Shemineser, where are we going to get the power to do that from? The last time we davened Shemineser, which was by Ma'ariv, that davening of Shemineser gives us the ability to say Tehillas v'Tishbaches to Hashem through saying Ashrei before Shemineser of Shachris. So therefore, we link it; it's connect, it's connected to Ma'ariv. In other words, what the Rebbe is saying is that in order to be able to offer these kinds of um, which he said was touching the inner dimension of Keser, where do we get the ability to do this? You have to take it from, it comes in a growth, in a growth. you go from Shemineser, you can reach even a higher level, touch the essence, the inner dimension. But you haven't even done Shemineser yet, so where are you getting that power from? You're getting it from the last Shemineser that you daven, which was by Mairid. The mitvet menech vashtein. By this we will, through this we will also understand in Zayir, what it says in the Zayir over there. As parnasa leyava chazi lemishel elavasat sleisa uparnasa demari. One cannot ask for parnasa. It's not appropriate to ask for parnasa for yourself before you've offered parnasa for Hashem. What is Hashem's parnasa? The uh, Shemineser, the davening of a Yid. So before you daven Shemineser and you offer Hashem his parnasa, you're going to ask for your parnasa. In other words, that Ashrei needs to be said after Shemineser. And that's why we say Ashrei after the, the Shemineser and Shachris. So then you could ask the reasonable question. By Mincha we say Ashrei before Shemun Esra. Is as Val Nochts Loisa the Mincha is as Mamfun Dinakosha. There's a reason why it's not done after Shemun Esra by Mincha, because after Shemun Esra by Mincha becomes a time which is a time of judgment, difficult judgment. And that's not a time to say Ashrei to ask for your Panosa, and therefore they had to put it before Shachris, uh, before Shemun Esra. But the pr- appropriate time, as the Zayar says, is of course after Shemineser. Well, the is nishmuvin. 
So it would seem the question has to be asked, So it's true, as he explained, you can't ask for Parnosa after Mincha because it's a time because it's a time of difficult judgments. But on the other hand, how do you ask for it before you've given Hashem his Parnosa? How do you ask for Parnosa for yourself? Based on what we just said, we can explain it this way. The reason that we are able to say Ashrei before Shemin by Mincha is because we've already said Shemin by Shachris. So we've already offered David to his Parnasa, and therefore we can ask for Ashrei, say Ashrei, asking for our Parnasa even before Shemin of Mincha. Because even at Mincha time, there is still a trace of the davening of Shachas, which still remains, at, even in the, at, at the time of Mincha. And it's under that influence that we are able to say, Ashrei, before Shemin by Mincha. And in a similar way, when we say... Um, when we say Ashrei before Shemineser by Shachris by Psukah de Zimra the first time Ashrei that is under the influence because there is still a trace of the davening of Mairiv which allows us to say Ashrei before Shemineser of Shachris and that creates the link between Mairiv and Ashrei the first Ashrei of Shachris and this whole idea that Tzemach Tzedek alludes to us in a very brief way that they, he says that they established to say by Shachras two times uh, Ashrei similar to what we say that Yaakov which is, which is uh, Mayriv redeems Avram that Teferis tilts towards Chesed through this he shows us the connection between the uh, saying of Ashrei by Shachris and its connection to Mairev how it's connected to Mairev